Let's turn to Luke, Gospel according to Luke. 请大家打开路加福音。Chapter 2, Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. 當那些日子,該撒雅古斯都有旨意下來,叫天下人民都報名上冊。This was the first census taken while uh, Orinius was governor of Syria. 這是居尼牛做敘利亞巡撫的時候頭一次行報名上冊的事。And everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. 眾人各歸各城報名上冊。Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and family of David. In order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. 要和他所聘之妻瑪麗亞一同報名上冊,那時瑪麗亞的身孕已經中了。While they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth. 他們在那裡的時候,瑪麗亞的產期到了。And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths, clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. 就生了頭胎的兒子,用布包起來放在馬槽裡,因為客店裡沒有地方。I think we know very well this passage in the Bible. 我想大家對聖經裡這段話非常的熟。Concerning the birth of our Lord Jesus, 是關於我們主耶穌基督的降生。We find that Bible is silent about the date and the year of our Lord's birth. 聖經對於主耶穌降生的 呃,哪一年,哪一日,啊,并没有,啊,告诉我们。So we do not know exactly when our Lord Jesus was born.所以我们并不完全的知道主耶稣到底是哪一年,哪一天生的。However, we know where our Lord Jesus was born.但是我们却知道主在哪里生的。So this morning we will be occupied where our Lord Jesus was born.所以今天早上我们就特别来,呃,着重这个主在,主耶稣在哪里出生的。Now we know our Lord Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Now according to Luke chapter 2, that city is called the city of David. Why? Because each one is supposed to go back to his own city. And because, because our Lord Jesus was of the house and the family of David. So we know that he was born in Bethlehem. And that city is called the city of David. Now, Luke was very careful in describing all the detail about our Lord's birth. Now, when the angels announce good news, good glad tidings, now, when we come to verse 11, 
For today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Of course, our Lord was born in Bethlehem. Now why angel did not announce that for today in Bethlehem there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord? So this is a very interesting phrase. You cannot just make any, you just cannot exchange it uh, in any way, no. Because here it is very important statement for angel said to say, for today in the city of David there has been born for you a savior who is Christ the Lord. He was very well known king in the history of Israel. If you study Gen if you study Matthew one, in the genealogy of our Lord, and you find that fourteen generations, fourteen generations, and another fourteen generations. Now in the middle fourteen generations, there are fourteen kings. They are definitely kings of Israel. But something very interesting. In that passage, Bible only used the title king for David. Not for Solomon. Solomon any other king. There is only one king. And only one title. Being given to David. And something even more there. You find that even there even there are fourteen kings. Actually they have done only one throne. That throne is called the throne of David. Solomon did not sit on the throne of Solomon. No, Hezekiah did not sit on the throne of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was sitting on the throne of David. Just like Solomon was sitting on the throne of David. Then why genealogy of Christ was described in such a way? Very simple. Our Lord Jesus belonged to the house of David. So he belonged to a royal line of David. Now the name David in Hebrew you have a numerical value. Now that numerical value is 14. So that's why the whole genealogy of our Lord, 14 generations, 14 and another 14. So it means this, our Lord was born into a family of David. If you want to describe his genealogy, it belongs to a royal line of David. 14, another 14, and another 14. Whenever you think of 14, you think of David. So remember, 
Yes, that day Jesus was born in Bethlehem. But what the angel says, he said, to, 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 For today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior. So the birth of Christ is not the normal birth of any person. You see, today we celebrate someone's birthday. We know that in the life of somebody, there is a big point, there is a point of starting. So that day is called birthday. That only the one point in the whole in, in the whole uh, whole series of life. But when 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 angel announced that today in the city of David, not just Bethlehem. Bethlehem is the city of David. And Bethlehem was the place where David was born. No doubt about that. A king, great king in history of David was born in Bethlehem. Now why Jesus was also born in Bethlehem? Why? There here is someone who is greater than David. So now immediately you know that the place where he was born is a very unique place. So brothers sisters, very interesting. Bible was silent about the day and the year of our Lord's birth. But Bible emphasizes a lot about where he was born. Now, the place of his birth will tell a lot about his whole life. His birth is equal to his life. That tells us he is our Savior. Our birth never equate to our life. A birth of the, the birth of a philosopher. Never equal to the life of that philosopher. In the whole history of mankind. There is a unique birth. The birth of a great one. Remember, his birth is equal to his life. So that's why when Aquan's angel said, For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior. Remember, he's not only Savior. Because he was born in the city of David. And because city David belonged to a king. It's a famous king, the, the king in the history of Israel. There is only one throne of David. So let us remember, that was so important. Because he because it is the city of David. Not only that, where our Lord Jesus the Savior was born. 
基督在旧约就是说那受高的。他也是被受高的君王。但是在这里所描述的。罗马的君王的名号叫做凯撒。now normally you say Caesar the Lord. Now remember, that's always Caesar the Lord. You always address the emperor at that time. So if you say Christ the Lord, do you understand what does that mean? Now you know that is now who is the Lord? Normally people address to the emperor of the uh, of uh, uh, of Roman Empire, now Caesar the Lord. Now the angel said Christ is the Lord. Now today in the city of David there has been born for you a savior who is Christ the Lord. If it is Christ the Lord, now how about Caesar Augustus? He always been held as Caesar the Lord. So, brothers and sisters, the day when our Lord was born, now, important thing is where he was born. He was born in the city of David. And he was, was born. We knew that he was born in a manger. If he was born in a manger, how could you hail him as Lord, as Christ the Lord? When you see the throne of Caesar, when you see the throne of Emperor of Roman Empire, you will hail to the Emperor Caesar the Lord. But now, Christ the Lord. Now, brother sisters, in the city of David, you only see, you only see the manger. You don't see the throne. But very interesting. In the whole Bible, there are two cities of David. One is connected with his man, the manger. Another one is connected with the throne. How in the Old Testament? When you talk about city of David, it means Zion. When you talk about city of David, immediately you see the throne of David. So now we turn to another place in the Bible. Let's turn to 2nd Samuel, chapter 5. 2nd Samuel, chapter 5. 
萨母耳记下第五章 ，verse seven， 第七节。Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion, that is, city of David. 然而，大卫攻取西安的保障就是大卫的城。Now we know that stronghold of David is the beginning or the birthplace of city of Jerusalem. 我们知道这个保障，这个就是耶路撒冷这个城的这个诞生的地方。If you talk about history of 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 Jerusalem， 我们讲到耶路撒冷的历史。It all starts from the stronghold of David. It's always stronghold. It's stronghold of Zion. 是从西安的宝藏这里开始的。And now Bible said that is the city of David. 圣经就说那是大卫的城。And then verse nine. Then David dwelt in the stronghold and called it the city of David. David 住在宝藏里，给宝藏起名叫大卫城。Now from that time on, 从那个时候开始 ，everybody know that Zion means the city of David. 大家就知道西安就是大卫城。Zion represent the throne of David. 西安就是代表大卫的宝座。Zion is where the throne of David is. 西安就是大卫的宝座在那里。Very interesting. So, very interesting. Today, according to the today's uh, today's archaeological discovery, today, 根据考古的发现 they already found, they already discovered the fortress of Zion. They found the fortress of Zion. They found the fortress of Zion. Now, if you today visit Jerusalem, they are able to point to you. A scientist is able to point to you. Now, this part is indeed the、uh, fortress of fortress of Zion. 所以你今天去的是去耶路撒冷，那些考古学家就可以告诉你说，这里就是以前那大那个西安的西安的堡堡垒那里，是有三千年之久。Now it is wonderful discovery， 是一个很奇妙的一个发现。And more than that， 不止如此 ，people discover next to that structure， next to the fortress of Zion。大家人们发现，在那个宝藏的呃隔旁旁边 ，they do find royal structure。他们的确看到皇家的建筑。And some archaeologists almost call it the palace of David. 有的考古学家几乎可以确定它就是大卫的皇宫。But no matter what, today if you visit Jerusalem. 所以不管怎么样，你今天若是你去耶路撒冷。Now definitely you will come to an area called City of David. 你会看，你会走到那个大卫的城那里。Now City of David is in on Mount Zion. 大卫城在锡安山上。Now where is Mount Zion? 锡安山在哪了？ I remember first time when I visit Jerusalem. 我记得我第一次去耶路撒冷的时候 ，I was very excited. 我非常的兴奋 ，because I visit a place called Zion. 我就来到了这个锡安山 ，and then if Zion is Zion, it means the mount is must be the mountain of God. 如果是锡安山，就是神的山。So in the Bible, there's one phrase: Who can ascend the mountain hill of God? 在圣经里说，谁能够登上神的山呢 ？In another word, who is able to climb? Who is able to ascend the 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 Mount Zion? 就是谁能够山升上锡安山呢 ？I was so happy at that time. 那个时候我非常的高兴。I told myself now I was able to ascend Mount Zion. 我就告诉自己说，我今天可以登上锡安山了。Now actually, that's not a true Mount Zion in the Bible. 但其实那个山并不是西圣经里讲真的那个锡安山。Now this is the whole Jerusalem. 若是这里它代表的是耶路撒冷。Now you have a eastern mountain, you have a western mountain. 有东边的东山，还西山。It's all south and north direction. 
So here you have a central valley. So that's whole Jerusalem. And in the south you also have a valley. It's called Hinnom Valley. Now people always drop the uh, the people always they leave all their uh, their their garbage in the Hinnom Valley. So then there's another valley here called Kitron Valley. So then you discover this mount, the, this, uh, these two mountains actually parallel to another mountain called Mount Olives. So if you visit Jerusalem, it is like this. Now you have two mountains here. Now this called Western Mountain. This called Eastern Mountain. Now another name for Eastern Mountain is called Mount Moriah. You see, that's called Mount Moriah. Now when I first visit Mount Zion. Actually, it's part of Western Mountain. In a very high place. So I'm very glad, I was very glad I was able to ascend the Mount Zion. Then I tried to check, I double check with some people in the monastery. And I talked to one of the fathers. I asked I asked him now where is Mount Zion? Where is Mount Zion in the time of David? He said you have to look down to the valley. I said, is not this the Mount Zion? That actually is so called Catholic Mount Zion. It never in the time of Mo, in the time of David. But now it's from the mouth of Father who said that this is only this is not true Moses. So he said, now you have to look to the valley. You have to look toward the Kidron Valley and also Hendon Valley. Think about at that time already on the Quite high, high place. So then he said, look, you have to look to very, very deep to the valley. So then I couldn't find any mountain, and they hill there. He said, look, look, actually, Mount Zion is the smallest mountain in the whole Jerusalem. So he tried to help me if this is Mount Moriah. Now this whole Mount Moriah, you find the highest place is Golgotha, is Calvary. Now in the middle part, that's Temple Mount. And then if you further down, near to the valley, there is a very small hill called Mount Zion. That's completely surprised me. Surprise me. I never imagined Mount Zion is so small. He even said it's almost in the valley. Because it's so low, that's why you never expect that to be a mountain. 
But of course, if you stand in the bottom of the valley, indeed that small hill called Mount Zion. And that Mount Zion is exactly where the throne of David is. And exactly where the city of David is. When you talk about Bethlehem, Almost smallest among all the cities. That's why in that book of Micah said this all but remember, that's where the city of David is. So many stories starting from there. Now remember, when we talk about the city of David, especially in the life of Christ, it is a twin city for our Lord. Now only the city of David can describe the life of our Lord. How do you equate the, the birth of Christ to the life of Christ? connection between the manger and the throne. And remember, these are two cities for the Lord. And why the angel said he was born in the city of David? Yes, on one hand, is Christ the Lord. On the other hand, through that city, we are supposed to understand uh, the life of our Lord. How do you know the life of our Lord? You start with the city of David. It ends with the city of David. Now, brother and sister, today, if you talk a manger, you will never talk about throne. If you talk about throne, you will never talk about man. How these two can combine together? How these can be two one? That's why it's wonderful in the whole Bible. Two city of David. One is about where David was born. Another one is where he reigned. So here you find his birthplace. And another another place you find where he set his throne. But anyway, you see, now the city of Jerusalem. When we talk about is the the beginning of the city. That area is called City of David. So remember, in the time of our Lord Jesus, now the city of David is only part of or part of a, part of Jerusalem. But when we talk about our Lord Jesus, then you discover somehow something to do with these two city of David. Now, brother, sister. If we come to Matthew chapter 1, I already mentioned 
three fourteen generations. 有三个十四代。And then、uh, finally,、uh, we finally we come to Christ. 接下来，马太福音就来到基督。Generations, 经过四十二代来到主耶稣。Now from Abraham all the way to Christ. 从从亚伯拉罕到基督的时候。So we know that Jesus was born according to the royal line of David. 所以我们就知道主耶稣是是照着皇家大卫皇家的后裔生的。Now remember. 记得。If he belonged to the house of David. 他说是属于大卫的家。Now something ought to happen in the house of David. 那一定在大卫的家有一些事情发生。So now if you come to the verse twenty of Matthew. 第二十节，马太福音一章二十节。And you remember how the angel appeared to Joseph. 有主的使者向约瑟显现。He said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife. 天使说：“大卫的子孙约瑟，不要怕，只只管娶过你的妻子玛利亚来。Well, ”因他所怀的孕是从圣灵来的。And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. 他将要生一个儿子，你要给他起名叫耶稣，因他要将自己的百姓从罪恶里救出来。So all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through prophet. 这一切的事成就是要应验主借先知所说的话。Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, who which is translated God with us. 必有童女怀孕生子，人要称他的名为以马内利。以马内利翻出来就是神与我们同在。Today in the city of Bethlehem. 今天在伯利恒城。There, uh, there, there will be born. There will be born. There will be born a savior. Here, the Savior will be born. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Because we were told that he will save his people from their sins. Because we were told that he will save his people from their sins. Because we were told that he will save his people from their sins. Because we were told that he will And then you discover that that's why you find immediately we were told the virgin birth of Christ. 在这里马上圣经就告诉我们童女玛利亚怀孕生子。Because this is very important prophecy. 这是一个很重要的预言。And normally, some sometimes we think of a virgin birth of Christ. 有的时候我们讲到。Uh, Now our emphasis too much with the biological aspect. We often What kind of、uh, what kind of what kind of background? 是那个时候的背景是怎么样呢 ？For Isaiah to utter that prophecy， 使得把以赛亚能够讲这样的预言。So you see, you find this actually this whole this this belong to the whole package. 所以你就看到这整个描所所相关都是一整套的。You just cannot single out the virgin birth of Christ. 你不能够只把
if the Bible said, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translates God with us. Then we will ask where you have that prophecy. So now we have to turn to Isaiah chapter 7. Verse 14. Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Now, normally, when we study the word, we only think out this phrase. We know this prophecy is about the virgin birth of Christ. And normally we neglect the context. We will ask in what context Isaiah uttered this prophecy. And when we look into context, something to do with the house of David. Something to do with the city of David. Something to do with the throne of David. You see that? That's why, brothers and sisters, you see that virgin birth of Christ in the way of God is so important. Something to do with His eternal will. Something to do with God's mind. But how often we neglect it, we only think out that sentence. But if you put back into where he was, and if you read the context, you starting from Isaiah chapter 7, all the way to chapter 9, your problem is solved. You need to understand why on that day, why Jesus was born in the city of David. Because the manger is connected with his throne. Now that's especially something to do with our Lord. With David. He has nothing to do with the manger. No, with our Lord. He was born in the city of David. Something to do with the manger. Thank the Lord, he was sitting on the throne of David. Again, the city of David. So because of that, we are able we are able to understand the Savior who is Christ the Lord. Do you see that? Now you can make this connection in a very wonderful way. But before I proceed, for the young people, I like to mention one more, one or two, one or two things. Now, if you ask any rabbi today, behold, the virgin 
shall shall conceive and bear a son. Uh, 看啊, now the virgin shall conceive and bear a son. 必有童女怀孕生子, now the word virgin. 那个字, 童女这个字, in Hebrew there are two translations. If you ask doc, if you ask any uh, rabbi, they will tell you that. 你问任何一个拉比, now one translation is the virgin. 一个翻译是, 呃, 童女, Another translation is a young woman. 另外一个翻译是, 呃, 年轻, now of course, all the rabbis they prefer the translation young woman. 所以的拉比他们就喜欢翻成少女, they cannot take they cannot believe that the virgin birth of Christ. 他们没有办法相信主耶稣基督是童女怀孕, of course. 那的确, now when some word has two meanings, 对于当一个字若是有两个不同的意思, we cannot dogmatic. We cannot become dogmatic. 当我们要来了解一个字的意思，even it has two meanings，虽然它有两个意思，but you can judge whole thing by the context。你可以从上下文来明白它意思到底是什么。By the context, you should know that there is only one possibility。从上下文就知道只有一个可能的。Now what is context here？所以这是上下文是什么意思呢？Isaiah said, therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign。以赛亚说。因此主自己要给你们一个兆头。Now if it is a sign,如果是一个兆头，it means this cannot be something happen every day.若是兆头就不可能是每天都会发生的。Now that you won't call that a sign.那你就不会叫它叫兆头。Now of course for a young woman to have a son, that's almost happen every day.如果对于少女能够怀孕，那每天都发生的。So According to the context here,所以根据这个上下文，yes, the word itself has two meanings.所以虽然这个字有两个意思，however, judging by the context，但是从上下文来看，because this is this will give you a sign.所以要给你们一个兆头，so there is no other possibility.所以是不没有另外一个可能的，there must be a virgin.一定是童女的，so the the so behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son.看哪，必有童女怀孕生子。so how can we so confident? The word of God never make any mistake. So you remember God always speak twice. Isaiah chapter 7, 14, he spoke once. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, God spoke again. But remember, this time God spoke it in Greek. 但是这一次神就是是说话是借着希希腊文说话。Now in Greek, the virgin is virgin. There's no other translation. 希腊文童女就是童女，没有第二个翻译的。So brother sister，所以弟兄姊妹们，it's very very clear. 神的话是非常清楚的。The virgin birth of Christ，童女怀孕，基督诞生。Being prophesied by Isaiah，是以赛亚预言的。Now we ask one question。但是我们要问一个问题。Where he has given that? So now we have to go back to Isaiah chapter 7. That's something to do with city of David. 
Now you remember how birth of Christ is connected with the city of David. Because the prophecy about virgin birth of Christ was given in the city of David. So within that context, you should be able to understand everything. So let's go back to Isaiah chapter 7 again. So let's go back to Isaiah chapter 7. Okay. Now let's see. Verse. Uh, uh, verse. Uh, chapter 7, verse 1. Now it became about in the days of Ahaz. Now Ahaz actually is the father of Hezekiah. Now because we know Hezekiah quite well, so that's why I tried to introduce you. Ahaz actually the father of Hezekiah. And something very interesting here. His heart, uh, 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 the verse, chapter 2, uh, verse 2. Now, forget about, uh, I try to simplify for you. Now, in the last part of the sentence, uh, the phrase, uh, the, the verse, his heart, means king's heart, and the hearts of his people shook as the trees of forest shake with the wind. Now,王的心和百姓的心就都跳动,好像林中的树被风吹动一样。你知道为什么吗? King was scared.那个王很怕。All the people they were scared.所有的百姓都害怕。Because the enemy is coming.因为仇敌来了。Now, when the enemy is coming,当敌人来了,they were so scared.他们就这样的害怕。So that's why Bible used the word to try to describe King's heart and the heart of his people shook as the trees of the forest shake with the wind. Because if the enemy really the house of David will be shaken. The throne of David will be shaken. Remember, probably Ahaz may be the last emperor who sits on the throne. So remember, the whole contact is the city of David. Is the house of David. Which was in great shaking. So now God said to A, God said to A, uh, God said to Isaac. Go and comfort that king. Tell him, some, tell him something. So now let's read verse 3. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, You are now to meet Ahaz. You and, you and your son share Joshua. At the end of. Uh, 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 just one second. <coughs> Mm. 
uh, at the end uh, of a uh, uh, um, uh, conduit of the upper pool in the highway of Fuller's Field. 到上池的水沟头，在漂布地的大路上。Now, conduit. Let's just change. I think much easier is to the modern modern word is the aqueduct. Aqueduct. 水渠。水渠。水渠。So, uh, all right. So here, here you find a place. 所以你可以看到有一个地方。Is uh, now, you meet a hat at the end of aqueduct of the upper pool. On the highway to the Fuller's Field. Now there, finally, I, Isaiah announced that prophecy. Now remember, this is very important. So first, let me try to introduce you, let me try to explain to you where is that place. Now, you know, city of David began with a spring. Because in the city of David, in Jerusalem, there is no river. The whole city actually derived their life from a spring. That spring is called Gihon Spring. Now, for so that's uh, so because of that spring, that's why that city of that's why the city of David was built there. So, because according to archaeological discovery, now in the near the Gihon Spring, in order to protect people to uh in the time of war. So you have to let people uh the people inside the city to get the water. For many years we thought that the Gihon Spring was outside of the wall. Now, according to most recent discoveries, actually in the time of David, that time, actually there is already a tower being built surrounding that uh, surrounding that uh, that spring. So even in the time of war, now the people still are able to get water from within. So that water is for drinking. But also the water is supposed to be irrigated. And sometimes you for other uses. So because they are filled outside of the city. So you find that there's some water really from there's some water really from uh the the Gihon Spring. So according to most recent discovery, they discovered there are two towers there. Near the Gihon Spring. Now one tower is to protect the water. Another tower is to is to uh, is to to uh, is to build a pool there. And that water really comes from this uh, Gihon Spring. And then from there the water will flow. Now according to the Bible here, it's an upper pool. 
So later it will flow all the way to the lower pool. Now lower pool is exactly in the Gospel of John, the pool of Siloam. Now if you study the story of Hezekiah, now he indeed has dug a tunnel all the way from Gihon Spring to the pool of Siloam. So that tunnel is called Hezekiah Tunnel. So today if you visit that place, if you want to get wet, you go through that tunnel, then from eastern side of the city, go all the way to the western side of the city. If you don't want to get wet, you can go through another tunnel, which is dry tunnel. Now, in the time of David, remember, actually, that water flowed through that channel. For irrigation. For many other purposes. So now here you have an upper upper pool, you have a lower pool. And very interesting. You know when uh army of Assyrian tried to reach Jerusalem. Now you know they try they, they try to talk to the king. Somehow near the fortress of Zion. Now, most likely, I, we, most likely, uh, Hezekiah uh, somehow uh, that's his living quarter. So the enemy is able to to shout just at the at the king Hezekiah. So strictly speaking. This so called this so called the end of the aqueduct of the upper pool is near the palace of King Palace of David. In other words, that place is very near to the throne of David. So now Kagal wants Isaiah, uh, Isaiah to meet the to tell him that wonderful prophecy. So you see, brothers and sisters, now this virgin, the prophecy about virgin birth of Christ was uttered in the city of city of David. Now, especially that uh, that uh, that uh, 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 at the same time is also called. It's also called uh, on the highway to the fuller's field. Now what does that mean? Strictly speaking, that's actually, uh, or, or let, me, let me say this. Now you have a two, uh, you have a two, uh, uh, two uh, mountain, Mount Moriah and Mount, uh, Mount, uh, Mount Olive. So here you have a northern part of Mount Moriah. Calvary. And also in Mount Olive, you have a uh, northern part. Northern part of Mount, Mount Olive is called Mount Scopus. Mount Scopus. Mount Scopus. Scopus. Yeah, where, where Universal Hebrew is today. So then you have a Mount Hermon, you have a Temple Mount. Here now, there you have a Gethsemane. 
下面就是喜安山。所以当每一次亚述军兵来了，they so this aqueduct is in the valley. This highway of full of fear also in the valley. So everything is happened in that section. So here you have a small mountain called Mount Zion. Throne of David is here. Enemy try to overthrow the throne of David. So the enemies come. But before enemy come. Now, uh, now uh, 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 Isaiah sent. Uh, uh, no, God sent Isaiah going just there to meet Ahab. To tell the house of David. How the throne of David can be stabilized. Only when the Messiah is born. Remember, his kingdom will be forever. If he sits on the throne, now the throne will in heaven, no, there, is no, uh, there will be no end. So you see, when you study the history of the throne of David, it's always very shaky. So the only solution is the virgin birth of Christ. Do you see that? So that's the that's the how that good news was announced by that time. But something interesting here. Because this highway is called Highway of Fuller's Field. Now, Fuller's field is for the fuller. They want to whiten the clothes. You see, so they need water. And not only that, they need water. Normally, when they clean the, clean the clothes, so, so they let the boys. Just step on the cloth. And when the water is running through. So you can imagine. Now in that valley. Somewhere. There must have some kind of place for the fuller. There must have the fuller's field. Now what is the fuller's field? 
Now, if you read another portion of the Bible, very interesting. Now, let us go, let us read uh, uh, 1 Kings chapter 1. Verse 9. And Adonijah sacrificed sheep and oxen and fattened cattle by the stone of Zoheleth, which is by Enrogel. Now, very interesting. You know, at that time, David was very old. So he has two sons. One son is called Adonijah. The fourth son of David. So now he wants to be a king. So he gathered many people to follow him. So when he was about to become a king, some of the news being known to David, so David really, so finally David gave the idea. Now David, at that time, in order to prevent these things to happen, so he asked his followers to take Solomon to the Gihon Spring. And then Solomon was Solomon ascend to the throne that David in the Gihon Spring. So you see, throne of David is something to do with the source of life. So the throne, the authority, always connect with life. So now you can see that if the throne, if if Solomon want to become the king, if he want to become to sit on the throne of David, now remember if you try to describe the city of David, the beginning of city, city, nothing but the Gihon Spring. All the city derived life from. We even can say that all the throne of David is derived from that 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 spring. So finally he became the king. And then the the the, the voice uh, of rejoicing even being heard uh, in in the uh, in, in where the Adonijah is, was. Now, now brother, where is Enrogel? It's on the highway of Fuller's Fields. Because Enrogel literally means foot fountain. Because, because the clothes is washed free uh, by small boy treading on it in a running stream. Now you see that, brother sister. Someone want to usurp the, the throne of David. And now we know we, we know that's the fullest field. So in that Kidron Valley, you can see from Gihon Spring all the way to the Enrogel. 
Now the Bible even said no fuller was able to whiten like that. Because our Lord is supposed to be on the throne of David. He is extremely white. And a usurper had to whiten himself. So to whiten means you are not white. And because the, the, the throne of David always represents the spiritual principle. So now, now we see that on the way on the highway of uh, Fuller's Field. Now when you see the when you see the two spring there. And now when you see when you see when you when you see uh, uh now on one on the one hand you Solomon, on the other hand you uh, you you have Adonijah. So that really speaks of the heart of our Lord. Remember how when our Lord was born, even wise men went to Jerusalem. Wise men went to Jerusalem. Wise to Jerusalem. And, and you remember that. And they said we are looking for the king uh, for the for the king of Jews. And you remember, even before that, King Hero already been appointed as the king of Jews by Roman Empire. 西律王,他已经指定了犹太人的王。No,西律已经被罗马封为犹太人的王。So that's why, that's why he was so nervous.所以西律王他就很紧张。He tried, actually he's not a true Jew, king of Jews.他不是真的犹太人。You see, our law is true King of Jews. And so when Jesus is born, remember the place where Isaiah announced that good news. The Bible talks about it is at the end of aqueduct of the upper pool. To the fullest field. So in all in that section. And you see how wonderful news has been announced. So, now it's very clear, brother sister. Now the virgin birth of Christ is something to do with the house of David. It's something to do with the city of David. So now we ask one question. How David conquered the city of David? Remember in the beginning, Jebusites thought that it's impossible for David to enter into the city. And, and you know what the uh, what uh, the, they 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 spoke to David. 
You shall not come in here. But the blind and lame will repel you. Thinking David cannot come in here. Now when David was facing that city, he may may stand in the valley. And the enemy put the blind and lame on the wall. And you say you shall not come here. But the blind and lame will repel you. But remember, Mount Zion is the smallest mountain. More despised. However, all the mountains will flow into that mountain. All nations will flow into that mountain. When you remain the lowest, then you discover all nations will flow into that. You become the center of attraction. You remember how David was the youngest in all his family. He said, "My father and my mother forsaken me." He said, "My father and my mother forsaken me." He said, "My father and my mother forsaken me." He said, "My father and my mother forsaken me." He said, "My father and my mother forsaken me." He said, "My that's always the principle of smallness. Here you see the power of weakness. Then you did, that's, that's Mount Zion. Now remember, that's how David conquered the city. Not using the, the big weapon to open the gate, no. When you, when you, when you, watch, some, uh, when you uh, uh, watch some movie, when you try to overcome a city, sometimes they use you something just just try to hit the, the door. Finally, they will enter into the gate. But brother, remember, David never do that. We were told that he yes, even the blind and the lame will frighten me away. But David has a better way. He said, whoever climbs up by way of the watershed and defeats the Jebusite. The way is not outdoor way. The conquest is not from outside. The conquest is from inside. Now, if you want to conquer the city, you have to penetrate into the secret part of that city. And finally, 
Flow very softly. So many people despise that water. So you know? If you turn to Isaiah chapter, if you turn to Isaiah chapter eight, and then here you find very important phrase. Isaiah chapter eight, verse five. Verse you can get deeply into that being. So you see, the Bible said, these people refuse the water of Siloa. That flows softly. Why? Then the Lord said, He will send the king of Assyria. And the water of the river strong and mighty. Will come. And he will then he will go up over all his channels. Now today in city of today in the city of uh, city of David, for actually is a very complex water system. But just, that just according to the Bible. All his channels. So one day when army of Assyria comes, it's like a flood, like strong and mighty. And fi- finally, it will overwhelm the Judah. Now, you see, now that's very no, that's chapter eight. After the after announcing the virgin birth of Christ. And Isaiah know very well. Even when our Lord born in the city of David, he will despise. He will be rejected. But accept. 
You see, one day he healed one blind. And what how the blind was completely healed. He said, go to poor Siloa. Yes, the flow of Siloa is very soft. But that flow is able to heal the eyesight. It's able to make the blind open. Remember, before that, the enemy said, even we put the blind and the blame will stop you. Just like a flow of Siloa. Very soft. Remember, when the blind wash with that water, his eye will open. Somehow our Lord was able to enter into his heart. And he was conquered by our Lord. So my brother, sister, that's why you know how important is that miracle. That miracle will tell you the whole story of the city of David. How David conquered the city of David. The same way our Lord Jesus conquered you and me. He didn't use thunder to conquer us. He used his love. To conquer every one of us. Now, brother, sister, when we when we touch his water, that soft and slow water, open our eyes. Brother, sister, we are sucking into our heart. Somehow, our David enter into our heart through some kind of aqueduct. Thank the Lord. That's the wonderful gospel. Do you see that? But now here is a warning. If we don't if we reject this if we reject uh this water, if we reject uh uh if if we reject this uh uh, these people refuse the water of Shiloh that flows softly. Now therefore behold, the Lord brings up over them the water of the river. Strong and mighty, the king of Assyria and all his glory. He will go up over all his channels. He will go over all his banks. Brother, sister, that's happened. That happened in the time of Syria. Remember how those people say, crucify him, crucify him. May the blood be upon us and our generation. And one day, 70 years after Christ, after uh, uh, AD, you remember how the city of Jerusalem being besieged. You can imagine Kidron Valley was overwhelmed by the soldiers of Roman soldiers. And then you know what happened. How the one stone was upon another stone. The whole city of Jerusalem had been destroyed. 
Today, if you visit Jerusalem, you still can see some remains there. When they burned the, burned the, the, the temple, they thrown they thrown a stone from the pinnacle of the temple. So that stone even stuck into the in, into the street. Today you still can see everything about that. Now, now you, you still still can see that how the, the how the stone had been burned. That just according to then Isaiah chapter five, chapter eight. And finally, that's indeed fulfilled. Now, brothers and sisters, those people they want to fly for their life. Because strictly speaking, that's the last Passover they have gone, that they have celebrated. One hundred thousand young men being captured to to Rome. To build the Colosseum, landmark of Rome. So, then, according to the law, most of them die under the knife. But remember, brothers, some people they discover a secret, secret uh, way to get out of the temple. You remember the blind when the blind went to the Siloa. He will go through a street. Today we have seen that street. Now street. We even can walk on that street. But at that time, they discover under the street some kind of uh, drainage channel. So many people they hide there. And from there they go all the way, the, the, all the way they flee to, to, to the wilderness. But unfortunately, and some of them being uh, be caught up by this Roman soldier. They were burned and they were killed. After 2,000 years, now you discover, now archaeological discovery are able to discover that street. Today you are able to walk on that street. Just like in the day of our Lord Jesus. But then later you are able to walk in the drainage channel. And then you discover that exactly where they hide their soul. And many people were, were caught by, by Roman soldiers. Today, it's possible for you to walk all the way from poor Siloa. All the way to the foundation of the temple. And many, many, only two months or three, two months ago, those important people in uh, in Israel, uh, official, official, officers, and they walk, they walk that way. They walk, from, they walk that way. All the way from poor Siloa to to the foundation of the temple. And then when you walk that way, actually they reveal their history. 
And these people they all wept. Because they know what happened to them. But remember, that all because of they say, crucify him, crucify him. May the blood be upon and our children. And this time we have several brothers and sisters. We are so fortunate. It is by the grace of the Lord. It's almost impossible. And these people were also able to walk from the poor of Siloa all the way to the foundation of the temple. And when he came out from uh, from the channel, and you discover, actually you are on the street, exactly in the time of uh, time of seventy years old. Uh, uh, 70 AD. And then, for a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us. And the government will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish to uphold it with justice and righteousness. When Jesus was born in the city of David, it proved to us it is the zeal of the Lord of hosts accomplished all of this. Thank the Lord. From these two cities of David, we can see the birth of our Christ. For birth of Christ and life of Christ. Birth of Christ. You only see manger. Life of Christ. You see the throne. Thank the Lord. Only in the life of our Lord. Wonderful union between manger and the throne. May the Lord really speak to our hearts. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for this word. We pray that you will continue to interpret this word in us. We pray that the Holy Spirit will anoint this word, will impress this word, that we will never forget. We thank you for this time. We may meditate on your word. We may meditate on what you have done for our life. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done. We thank you for your word. We, 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 we thank you and praise you. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we pray. We are dismissed.